0: Right here, you got the one-man riot, Zane Dawson. And the big brother, Dave Dawson. We're the greatest tag team to ever lace up a pair of boots. Uh, Dawson Brothers, and right now, you're listening to Smash the Mat Podcast. You better listen or you're getting smashed. The Smash the Mat Podcast with your hosts, G-Money, J5, DB, and Mr. Magnificent.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Ring Wars Carolina Battlegrounds. We got a barn burner here for you. Alpha Ace taking on the monster, Brad Branson. Hunter Rainer's trying to, as you can see, check the monster now and being held at bay by his man- manager, the harbinger, Jonathan Gray. Hunter now checking Alpha Ace. Alpha Ace is above board. I can't see him actually procuring any weapons and hiding them in his... In his trunks. Get Jonathan Gray out of the ring and we'll get this one underway. And the bell starts the action now. Both men circling each other, measuring each other up. Alpha Ace, he's making that transition from singles wrestler to tag team wrestlers. Now back as a singles wrestler tonight. One half of Bro Force, normally teamed with one of my broadcast partners, G Money. But tonight, there was an open challenge. Uh, the monster, Brad Branson's. Opponent fell through, and Alpha Ace stepped up to the plate and said, "I'll take that match, sir." And this is what we get. So we got to think about Brad Branson and what he had to prepare for. Or excuse me, maybe more Jonathan Gray because the monster just pummeling now Alpha Ace and in control of this match. Irish whipping in the corner. Wait, reversal by Ace, and that's there's the power of Ace that we all know. Ace with a couple of stiff clotheslines. Can he get the big man down? No, but he gets him over the top rope. As I was saying earlier, Jonathan Gray was planning to ha- unleash the monster Brad Branson on Mayhem, and now he had to change his entire plan almost just minutes before this contest, and now working his way back in the ring. Oh, shortcut by the monster Brad Branson to Alpha Ace. And a big clubbing forearm to the back, small of the back of Alpha Ace. Alpha Ace just getting hammered and pummeled out there now at this point. And I wanna let you know also if you are not, if you're watching this on television and you haven't had the chance yet, Ring Wars Carolina is now on King Network TV, available on Roku as well as Amazon Fire Stick. Going for that pin or Fire Cube, depending upon your preference. Or if you don't have one of those streaming devices, you can always head over to kingnetworktv.com and catch the replays, as well as the live action of Ring Wars Carolina every Tuesday evening. Brad Branson in control. Wait a minute, what's Jonathan Gray doing on the the apron there? He doesn't need to be there. Hunter Reiner attempting to do his job, and Branson getting distracted, excuse me, Getting focused, not but distracted. Hunter's the one that's distracted here. Going straight into the corner and, oh, down goes Gray. Wait a minute. One, two, three. That is all oh, she wrote. Alpha Ace with a quick roll up. Takes, slays the monster. Alpha Alpha Ace. Alpha Ace showing why he can be either that tag team wrestler or that singles wrestler. Sight unseen, takes the match and gets up with the W. We'll be back with more Ring Wars Carolina Battlegrounds. All right, joining me, renaissance man Exterminator, ring announcer, professional wrestler. Yes, sir. And now guest commentator, Playboy Alex Bryant.
2: Yes, sir, yes, sir. Jonathan Darwin, how you doing tonight, man? It's good to be here with you.
1: Well, I'm absolutely excited to be here. So is Miss Laura.
2: Absolutely. Uh,
1: and here he comes.
2: Here night- comes the man with that always has the right plan, Nightstick Eddie Brown.
1: And if I gotta say, the flyest threads I've seen here in the Carolinas. He's man, night- look, I don't know who
2: he gets to tailor those suits, but I tell you what, man, they do a fantastic job. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man, everybody knows that music. Yep. There's only one man that music can belong to. That's right, you're right, Jonathan Darwin. Only one man can pull it off, and that is Nightstick, Eddie Brown.
1: By the way, if you're watching us here on your streaming device, we want to thank you for joining us. We are available on...
2: Oh man, comes out to a great ovation, doesn't he?
1: Yes, absolutely. The thunderous cheers by...
2: I don't know who made that jacket, but man, I'm telling you, that's a nice one. Yeah.
1: Very high class threads by Nice Eddie yeah, Brown. Yes,
2: sir. Hey, nothing but the best for the man that always has the plan. Yeah. Oh, and now a, an Eddie chant.
1: Oh, there we go. I think we know that music. Yeah, business is about to pick up here at Ring Wars Carolina the AIWF Mid-Atlantic Television Champion, James Anthony.
2: Has accepted the challenge, and i tell you what, if I know anything about James Anthony, he's known Eddie Brown a long time. So there's minute. no way he was gonna stand for this. Okay. And the bell has sounded. The ref is in the ring.
1: Now, Alex, I'm getting it in my headset. Yeah. That, cause, cause we may not have caught the whole thing here. Right is if ramo wins he gets the trip but if james anthony wins then eddie will give away the trip
2: okay now see i I can go along with that it's only fair and everybody knows that nightstick eddie brown is fair yes so if ramo wins this match he gets the trip if james anthony pulls off the win somebody here in lumberton will be receiving the trip
1: yeah and i tell you what if ramo is victorious i know he needs to take that trip and that's to the gear store because he's walking around like a gigantic green screen out there right now in that yeah, attire.
2: I, I don't really know why he thought that combination would work.
1: James Anthony now keeping him down on the mat. mat. Submission oh. maneuver applied, though, Alex.
2: He's applying all the pressure in the world there. Now Man, Alec- this, this crowd is really getting behind James Anthony here.
1: Yeah, now, Alex, you've been in this position where you've applied those type of submission maneuvers. What are you, What are you trying to do at that point?
2: Tell you, man. What you're trying to do is you're trying to wear your opponent down. Because see, Ramo was in there fresh. He had had time to stretch out in the corner, as we all saw. James Anthony entered the arena. I don't know how much prep time James had. I don't even think he knew he was going to have this match. But he saw his friend Eddie Brown being disrespected, so he knew he had to do something about it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The other thing I think about James Anthony—he's well traveled. Been to Florida. Been to the Carolinas. Television champion for AIWF Mid-Atlantic, and he was the longest standing competitor in that Golden Opportunity Rumble.
2: He was. He, that was a hard fault match for James Anthony, and, and I've, been, I've been around James. I've been in the ring with James multiple times. I've spent a lot of time backstage with James, and uh, James is a vet, very seasoned, to, to say the least.
1: Right, and one of the other things that we need to think about is Ramo has been targeting James Anthony. He's went to the championship committee and said, you know what, I want a shot at that Mid-Atlantic TV Championship. And it was just a couple of months ago, or even maybe sooner than that, I had to check back on my notes that James Anthony was for, down in Florida for WWN.
2: Yeah, he was. He made his debut. And you know, Jonathan Darwin, if we, if we remember correctly, Ramo had a match against Mickey Fulp at our last show. Yes. And after the match, he continued to attack Mickey. Entered James Anthony. James saves the day and hit Ramo with a... Vicious super kick. Absolutely.
1: And clothesline takes down the champion.
2: And now Ram- Ramo is dropping down, hitting push-ups here. This crowd in Lumberton cannot stand it. Oh man, close one.
1: Alex, I got I'm just so flustered by the fact that this man is wasting every opportunity, or am I
2: wrong here? No, he he really is. I mean, he's he's showboating too much to this crowd. He, he's got a very cocky nature about him. You know, what he needs to focus on is he needs to focus on James Anthony because I can tell you right now, you're not going to pretend James Anthony is a pushover and just walk out of here with an easy victory. No, absolutely not. Absolutely
1: not. And Slim Cannon was in there trying to make sure that the five count was enforced, and Ramo took every advantage of that like he is now here. Oh, man,
2: he's choking him in the corner, Slim Cannon giving him
1: the count. Yeah, but that does a lot of damage. It cuts off that oxygen supply, which a lot of fans probably wouldn't understand how important that oxygen is I'm to any right competitor. Now,
2: I'm going to tell you right now. I've been in there before, and I've been in a position where I couldn't breathe. When you can't breathe, it's hard to do anything, take a step, anything. Irish rip off
1: the ropes, and Ramo goes for the big knee oh, wow. straight to the midsection. And that can knock the wind out of a man, it? Hey, I'm
2: telling you. Going for that pin again, though. It'll take the air right out of you.
1: And like you were just saying moments ago, if
2: you can't breathe in there, you're pretty much lifeless. You're stationary, man. And I'm here to tell you that's not a spot you want to be in, especially with somebody like Ramo. He's very vicious. He's going to stay on the attack. He's going to do whatever it takes.
1: Yeah, but somehow James Anthony finding the wherewithal to break free. Can he get the momentum shifted back in his oh, favor? Man. Maybe. Here comes James Anthony. He's firing it up. Can James Anthony capitalize now? Oh, reversal. Re- James Anthony, springboard off the middle of the rope,
2: going for that pin, Two. Oh, oh, man. I thought that was it. That springboard cross body almost did it for him. Oh, James Anthony going to the outside, is he? Yeah, I think he, James Anthony's ready to take that risk. I is think he going he's, to the top rope? I think he's found his second win, and
1: big elbow off. My goodness. Two counts. Oh, though. my
2: gosh. So now, close. Now, Alex, if you're in James's position, yeah. what are you thinking? What's st- you got to stay on him. Look, James has hit him with a few big moves, but Ramo's not the type of guy that's going to stay down. So James has got to stay on him. Oh. And the power of Ramo. Hmm. Oh, man. It was a nice body slam by Ramo, a lot of force, a lot of power.
1: Yeah, now, Alex, because I'm seeing it from both James Anthony and Ramo, how do you keep from
2: frustration setting him when you think you've got the man beat? You. The thing is is you have to remain focused. You cannot let your emotion, emotions overwhelm you. If you do, it'll take you out of your own game. And once you're on your off your game, that guy's got the better of you. Oh, wait, quick, quick roll, roll up, up. here. Three, James Anthony! Up. James Anthony! You know what that means, Jonathan Darwin. James Anthony got the win. That means nightstick, Eddie Brown, gets to give away his trip. Yes, Raymo cannot believe it. Raymo cannot believe what's going on here. Hey. I think Ramo is has underestimated his opponent, and now that's what we're seeing. Jonathan Darwin, it's been a pleasure. Oh, I've got a match to get I know for. you do,
1: but before you go, congratulations. You were nominated for Ring Announcer of the Year yes, for the sir, Carolina Professional Wrestling Awards. Yes, great sir. Great job,
2: sir. Hey, Jonathan Darwin, I see that you were also nominated, and it was great to be on that list with you, brother. Thank you. I'm humbled I'll humble catch you it. later on.
1: Take care. We'll see you later on this evening in action. Somebody's going on a trip. And now we're getting ready to give away that big trip. Oh, James Anthony thinking to pick the victor. He's
0: making that decision. first time? you can hear in Who's
1: first time? First time. There you go, sir. First time visitor. Wow, what a way. You come out to Ring Wars, Carolina, for for the very first time, and you get a trip. Talk about an amazing return on an investment of ten dollars. Eddie Brown, very pleased by this, and so is James Anthony. We will be back with more RWC Battlegrounds in just wait a minute. Never mind, no. Wait a minute, come on! Ramo stealing the title. James Anthony coming over to high five and seven, and look at what Ramo did. Just absconding with that mid Atlantic television championship. I'm absolutely disgusted by that. I can't believe what we just witnessed. James Anthony making chase, and who can blame him? we are have to keep you updated. We'll be back with more Ring Wars Carolina Battlegrounds.
0: Okay, making his way to the ring first,
3: weighing in at 175 pounds from Brooklyn, New York,
0: Mr. Everything, Victor Andrews!
1: and we are welcoming you back here to the Priscilla King Arena in Lumberton, North Carolina as Mr. Everything, Victor Andrews, makes his way out for this match this evening. And no, do not adjust your streaming device. Do not adjust your podcast device. This is the voice of tradition, Jonathan Darwin filling in for G-Money. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're gonna wanna check Ring Wars Carolina Facebook page. Also, Conspicuous by his absence is Mr. Magnificent. And Mr. Magnificent told me earlier today that he would not be here, that he was taking up that timeshare share that he has.
4: When you introduce me, you introduce me correctly. And you introduce me as the only superstar in Ring Wars character.
1: Well, if he's only the only superstar in Ringwood, Carolina, how can he have a match against anyone? There has to be at least one other person here, or maybe my logic does not follow. The only superstar. There we go. <laughs> James Anthony, I was just saying that. How can you be the only superstar in Ringwood, Carolina? You gotta have a match against somebody. Well, first of all. Oh yeah, let's go ahead and talk about what well, happened. I would have er- been out here sooner. But as I got to the back to chase Raymo out of
3: here, he had a car waiting for him. What? With my title? I've
1: seen that. But you but know what? We'll talk about that another time, another day, Jonathan. Okay, let's talk about something happy. Congratulations on picking out a great recipient for that trip. First time in an RWC event, you walk away with a vacation. Well, that's how you do it, man. You figure out who's
3: who's new here. You know, you you show them some respect. You show them that you know, hey, you know, this is what we do at RWC. You know. But look look at this matchup, Drew Thomas against Victor Andrews, and this is going to be a tough match for Drew. You know, this is his first match in RWC
1: since uh, August of 2020. Yeah, Drew Thomas was uh, unfortunately sidelined with an injury and now making the return of the ring, and he's got a tall order. You ain't lying, James Anthony. You know something?
3: (laughs) Let me tell you something. This is not the match you want to come back to. I mean, yeah, it's great to come back. It's great to be back in the ring, but this might not be the person that you know you want to step into the ring with. With This new and improved Victor Andrews.
1: You know, here's the thing. Yeah, he's new and improved, but, I mean, his demeanor has really changed. This is not the man I called just a few months ago to get notes before his match against Jason the Gift Kincaid. This is not the polite, giving individual that I once knew. I don't know what's happened, James Anthony.
3: You know something? I haven't really talked to Vic since... Homecoming. I've tried to talk to him. I I tried to give him and his son some Christmas gifts. He wouldn't answer my phone calls. I went to his house. I saw his car was there. He wouldn't come to the door. His family says he hasn't really been talking much. Uh, Even his his, his teenage daughter says she hasn't heard from him. I don't know what's going on with Victor.
1: Yeah, and you and him were a tag team at one time.
3: You know, so the I, I mean, you know, we
1: were first generation.
3: We accomplished so much. We won multiple tag team championships, ring of honor, uh, debuts and tryouts, and you know, ever since he's pretty much gone and done some other stuff outside of RWC, you know, um, Victor Andrews has just been a changed man.
1: Yeah, and Victor Andrews in control and dominance of this match so far. Drew Thomas, he's going to have to really think. Hunter Rainer may be checking Drew Thomas to see if he can continue.
3: You know, Drew Thomas has had some in- issues with that knee.
1: It looks like he got his bell rung pretty good here.
3: Well, you know, Victor Andrews is just... It seems what? like what? What did he? What did he do?
1: You gotta be kidding! Me. I don't know. You
3: know Vic, this, this, this is that new style of. Vic, look, he, he,
1: he, he targeted the knee on purpose. I know. And, and, well, I mean, yeah, you got the idea that you're a good competitor and you're gonna scout your opponent, and that's what it's gonna be. But I mean, is this is this good strategy or is it poor sportsmanship? It on is poor
3: head? sportsmanship. He purposely, purposely targeted that knee. Of, Victor, of Drew Thomas, purposely. And now he's grabbing a microphone. Oh, great. Okay, he's just stalking his prey.
1: Did you
4: see
3: how easy that was? Come on. Are you serious right now, Jonathan? What?
1: Eddie? I think Eddie Brown's out there.
4: Did you all see how easy that was?
1: He doesn't even care. Um, he doesn't care. He doesn't how disrespectful. Care. He doesn't care. I'm so heartbroken for this young man.
4: See, He was a referee and became a wrestler. Just like Hunter, who's a referee who wants to be a wrestler. Hunter. Why is he targeting Hunter? A referee, and you make sure you call
3: all of my matches down the line the you're supposed to be. So now he's threatening Hunter Rayner?
1: Yeah, and Hunter does call it down the line. He's probably one of the most middle-of-the-road officials we have here in Ring Ringwars, Carolina.
4: Understand this. If that man wants to get into this ring, what would happen to him? We'll be on
3: all. Jonathan, I'm, I'm going to go check on Drew
0: Towns Okay, quick yeah, absolutely. I,
1: I, I, we were going to try to get an update for you. I tell you, that was very unpredicted. And unfortunately, it's what happens when you are a professional wrestler. Uh, we'll be back with more Ring Wars, Carolina, Battlegrounds in just a moment. And we're back here at Priscilla King Arena for RWC, the new style, as the RWC tag team champions come out, the wrestlers.
3: I tell you what, they had a change of attitude also yeah. at the last show. I don't know what that was about, attacking Broforce after the match. Well, that's not, not only attacking Broforce, purposely getting themselves disqualified at fan appreciation. And look at this new attitude. I know. Look at the new get-up. I not You
0: got?
3: Blood, sweat, and spit.
0: And the last month, at fan appreciation night, we came out here and we gave a shot at the championship to a couple of nobodies from nowhere that broke force.
1: And who did you cheer for? They cheer for the men who beat the pink gang.
3: Is there something in the water out here at RWC? I, I don't know.
0: You got a couple letters, extra you. You want to see what happened to G, G, G
1: tonight? Oh, no. Oh, God. I remember this. What are you talking about? Oh, God. What are no. you talking about? Watch the big screen, James. I, I Oh, there it is. There we are over there. Well, that's you. Yeah, that's me. I'm trying to... G-Money. Oh! Oh my gosh! Are you serious? Is yeah, this, this was today. Yeah, that was earlier this afternoon when I was trying to get a word with G Money. So G Money was here. Yeah, and he. W-
0: yeah, y'all see that? That's a good old dang right
3: there. Please turn it off. Yeah, I just
1: just turned it off.
3: <sighs> so G Money was here tonight. Yeah, and that's
1: what happened to him. Yeah, that's why we. That's why he left.
3: guys have had a, I mean what an inflated ego
1: they have developed
3: you know Jonathan I've, I've been tag team champion I've been I've held multiple championships yes your ego can get a little in the way right but these guys have only been wait a minute there's uh, Alpha Ace there's Alpha Ace Alpha Ace but he's out here by himself I think it, yeah you know oh what? no oh. Alpha Ace Honor up for his boy.
1: there you go and Alpha he's taking out both the wrestlers I don't know no no uh, Alpha Ace may have bit off a little bit more than he could chew, unfortunately, trying to honor his tag team partner. But he's ahead by himself, Jonathan. Oh, man. This might be one of those situations where it's more heart than brains, unfortunately. Oh, big splash in the corner. Oh no, they're going for the Yeehaw Seesaw. No way. Oh my gosh. I just, I cannot believe the rustler's behavior anymore. These are not the polite country boys that welcomed me here when I came, first came to Ring Wars Carolina. You know, Waco and Paco, oh, come on. Come
3: on, that's absolutely enough. You know, Jonathan, somehow, some way, someday, Broforce will meet the Rustlers. their tag team titles will be on the line, and they're gonna have to prove that they can beat Broforce straight up one-on-one. Right,
1: because right now, oh, oh no! come on! Why is there no help out here? I don't think nobody wants to get involved in this. Yeah, but come on, we got security, we got refs. They should,
3: I, I, Jonathan, I don't think nobody wants to get involved. I think everybody just, I mean, it's, G Money's hurt, Alpha Ace is
1: hurt. Well, I guarantee you when word gets back to G Money, he's going to be furious about what transpired out here. And he's going to go before that championship committee and says, look what the wrestlers have done to myself and my tag team partner. We, we don't care if it's the, of the titles, but we want the wrestlers in a match. Well, like I said, somehow,
3: someday, these guys are gonna have to face off against each other. But, Jonathan, when we come back, big Fatal 4-Way for the number one contendership for the Junior Heavyweight Championship.
1: Yeah, all right, we'll stay tuned. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Ring Wars Carolina, the new style. And, James, Fatal 4-Way match The winner becomes the number one contender for the RWC Junior Heavyweight Championship. And Playboy Alex Bryant was the first person to put his name in the hat for this. Well, you know what, Jonathan, I mean, Jonathan, this is going to be,
3: I tell you what, one heck of a match. I mean, I want you to listen to the guys in this match. Alex Bryant, Mickey Folk, Caden Pierre, D'Lo Jordan, four of the hot young stars in the junior heavyweight division RDBC. RWC. I'm and sure. and Allie Bryant is the youngest of the group. Straight from yep.
0: the, house, the longest, reigning, defending,
1: most fabulous, Cruiserweight Champion, AIWF has ever seen,
3: the
0: pink
1: prince, Caden Pierre.
3: You, you know something? Yes. Before Caden Pierre ever came along, I at one time was the reigning and defending AIWF Mid-Atlantic Wrestling Cruiserweight Champion, 467 days. I will give credit to where credit is due. Even though we were in a pandemic, he found a way to beat my record that I never thought could be beat. So yes, congratulations. To Caden Pierre,
1: yeah, and the other thing about that Caden Pierre has advantage of in this match is he's the only former RWC junior heavyweight champion competing against the other other ma- entrants in this match th- today. Well, you know, Caden Pierre last year made his debut
3: in RWC, and I mean he took. RWC by storm. I mean, he came out here and he got in the ring with everybody that got in his way. He climbed the ranks of the Junior Heavyweight Championship Division. He defeated Devin Worthy. He defeated everybody that got in his way, including me at one time, to become the, the, the Junior Heavyweight Champion. I mean, think about it. He's the first guy to ever hold the Mid Atlantic Cruiserweight and RWC Junior Heavyweight Championship at the same time. Wow.
1: Mickey Fulpe, no stranger to Ring Wars Carolina or AIWF Mid-Atlantic. If you had a chance to check out one of the other AIWF affiliates, as well as the fact that Mickey Fulp won the Candy Bowl. I mean, think about that. Mickey Folk came back, he came back at the
3: Candy Bowl, won the Candy Bowl, went on to face the heavyweight champion of RWC, wasn't successful, but he's been back ever since, trying to make a name for himself. But he's no stranger to gold. He's had the AIWF Mid-Atlantic Cruiserweight Championship, the AIWF World Cruiserweight Championship, the Mid-Atlantic Tag Team Championship, the Mid-Atlantic World Heavyweight Championship. He's done it all himself.
1: Yeah. I had a chance to speak to D'Lo Jordan earlier today. He wasn't thrilled about the fact that this match was even taking place. He was attempting to plead his case to me that, hey, the last time I went against the Cruiser, excuse me, Junior Heavyweight Champion, I took him to a time limit draw. I should get the automatic rematch. And the committee said, no, you got to earn that number one contendership. But I mean, does he have a case, James?
3: Well, you know something, D'Lo Jordan and me go way back. You know, when I first broke into the business in 2010, D'Lo took me under his wing. He had about a year in the business himself. We became really close friends. We formed a group called First Degree. We and him have been our former tag team champions on multiple occasions ourselves. He's been cruiserweight champion at other promotions. This guy is very dangerous. Yeah. I, I mean, look, John. Look at this. Any of these men could face the junior heavyweight champion.
1: And we're underway here now, James. Here's what I think about, because I've never competed in the ranks. A multi-man match like this. How do you develop a strategy for something like that?
3: You really can't. There's four guys. You only got a 25% chance to win. It's a one-fall match. The first guy to gain a pinfall wins, and they will face whomever the junior heavyweight champion is after Cool J defends against Colby Carino later here tonight.
1: Yeah, and think about those two names. Cool J and Colby Carino. We could see either of those men being victorious here. Wait a minute, speaking of victorious... Alex Bryant going got a great rear waist lock applied. He's taking it to D'Lo Jordan now, excuse me, and a reverse headlock down. Well, on my monitor, I'm looking at Caden and Pierre
3: and uh, Mickey Fope over there, they're going at it hard. They're throwing some live rounds over there.
1: Yeah. Submission maneuver now applied by D'Lo Jordan. And that's how quickly. Oh, big shot by Mickey to Caden on the outside. Big stiff forearm. Yeah, but James, I got I to gotta think about it. It's Mickey Fope and Caden Pierre. I mean, they have to know you got to get in the, wi- in the ring to Going to the victory? Why fight on the outside? Well, Jonathan, I don't know if you've been keeping up, but
3: they've been having some issues in Mount Airy, North Carolina, at AWF Mid Atlantic. You know, Caden Pierre's gang, the Pink and Gold gang, been having some issues with Mickey Fulp and his crew out there in Mount Airy, North Carolina.
1: Yeah, and big axe handle now by Mickey Fulp, and just laying blows to the former RWC Junior Heavyweight Champion Caden Pierre. All right, Jonathan, put you on a spot. Pick, give me a winner here. Oh. Gosh, oh, man. I usually like to call it down the middle. i tell you what, I can't say for certain, but you know who I'd like to see it go to is Alex Bryant. That kid has worked hard yeah. just from his time at the RWC Academy.
3: You know, I've been at the RWC Academy. I've been watching uh, Alex Bryant, but you know something? I'm not trying to be funny. The kid's not ready. You know, I don't even think he really should be in this match. He's not really ready, but I think it's just because he's at the Academy. They wanted to give somebody
1: from the Academy a shot. Well, he's he's keeping up with D'Lo Jordan here at this point, and using a great amateur style. I'm telling you, D'Lo Jordan's
3: a very dangerous competitor. Oh,
1: oh I know it. I got to. I called that match with G Money and Mr. Magnificent for that 10-minute time limit draw, and I said on the broadcast that day, I wanted to see them go at it again. It may happen if D'Lo Jordan is victorious and Cool J is victorious. Go for the pin. Wait. But now, John, let me ask you this
3: question. Who do you think would make a more tougher challenger for either Cool J or Kobe Carino?
1: You know, the more I think about it, it's Caden Pierre. Because Caden Pierre is so desperate to get back in that championship hunt. He, I mean, he would love to be a double champion again. So I, I think he's going to be the one that has enough experience to take and, pos- and be the toughest competitor for either Cool J or Kobe Carino.
3: You know, I gotta give Alex Bryant credit. He's really going toe to toe with D.Lo Jordan here. He's still, he's holding his ground. Yeah. Yeah. And shoots him I, off.
1: And Al. Oh! And Mickey Fulp and Kane Pierre are still fighting on the outside as D.Lo Jordan in the inside. Oh! oh! Big old slap to the face.
3: I think he just woke up, Alex.
1: I was ripped Shoots him Alex. off. And oh! Big forearm to the face by Alex Bryant. Yeah, Alex Bryant with a humongous form. Can he capitalize now? And he fights back, right hands. I'm telling to you, he's, he's showing some guts. He's showing well, some well, sticks t- of fortitude. Well, I tell you what, this is why I am I was saying I'd love to see it go to this kid. I mean, he has fought long and hard. He puts those hours in the, in the academy. He puts those hours in film. Irish whip now as D'Lo Jordan's in the corner. Big splash, but no one home! And D'Lo Jordan, and whoa! Victor Andrews. Yes. The the only competitor in RWC according no, to you sir. No.
4: The only superstar. Superstar, excuse in me. In RWC. Am I making you nervous,
1: Jonathan? Just I a little should. just ju- Yeah, just a, just a little bit. Let's I, just,
4: let's just call the action. All right, go for a cover and only a two count.
1: We were talking earlier about the fact that uh, Alex Bryant may have been in this match because the academy wanted to see somebody in the match, but he's really kept pace with Delo Jordan. And who is Alex Wright? Al- who is Alex? Alex, Alex Bryant, the former ring announcer, the man on the inside. Oh
4: wait, 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 wait! So let's let's make a point of that. Okay, you're telling me that the former ring announcer is now a wrestler. That's what's wrong with RWC. We have referees who were former referees who was trying to be wrestlers. Now you have a former ring announcer that's a wrestler. Do you not see what's wrong with that?
1: I, I see a man who's trying to elevate himself. Do you
4: not see what is wrong with that? You know want to you know what's wrong with that, Jonathan? What? One day, that man is going to have to get in the ring with me. Th- a th- former th- ring announcer who used to say my name as I'm walking to the ring has to get in the ring in a competitive fashion with me. So what's going to happen to Alex Bryant, if he happens to survive this match, is I'm going to make sure he says my name. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir,
1: I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. I mean, this is just a young man who's trying to better himself, though, Victor, and there's no shame in that.
4: That is a young man who needs to stay in his place when grown folks are handling business. You are a ring announcer for a reason. Stay that way. Hunter is a referee for a reason. Stay that way. Drew Thomas was a referee for a reason. And as you saw tonight, yeah. he's going to have to stay that way.
1: And, uh, and that's a possibility, but look at, Al- look at Alex Bryant taking it to the former junior heavyweight champion now. I mean, what about your thoughts on Caden Pierre, Victor? I'm not having no thoughts
4: on Caden Pierre. Okay. If he gets in a ring with me, he's getting the same deal as everybody else.
1: Big splash, and a hip toss takes down, Kane. Pierre going for that pin, one, two. could going gonna have a new number one contender.
4: This ring announcer is out wrestling a wrestler. Do you not see something wrong with that?
1: It's, it shows that he's putting that time in the ring. He's putting the time in the film library. He's really stepping up his game, pivoting from that announcer to that, to that wrestler, going for the pin again. But a two count only then. I, and I think that Caden Pierre is unfortunately a little worse for wear because of the battle he had outside with Mickey Folk earlier in this contest.
4: I really hope Mickey Folk kicks a whole other set of teeth into Alex Bryant. As he kick out his first set out, I want him to kick in another set of teeth. He does not have no business being in the ring. And now we have a centipede headlock situation going on right now. yes.
1: Alex Bryant could be going to the dreamland here. He, as he should. As he, did he fight? Yeah, Joel jawbreaker, and he breaks loose, but he may be so dazed that I don't know if he's going to be able to get any momentum from that. Reverse lock applied now by Mickey Fulp to Alex Bryant. D'Lo Jordan slinking his way back into the ring. Mickey, you are taking
4: too much time with this. Break the boy's face.
1: Break the boy's face. It's a match, Victor. Why, why is, do that physical damage to somebody?
4: Because of the words that you just said, Jonathan. It is a match. What happens in a match? A fight. This is a fight. This is not something where you come in, you pity pack, you're not playing ballerina, you're not dancing around. This is a fight. Break the man's face, send him home, collect your money.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> mask confusion out there in the ring now, though. And it's gonna be interesting to see which one of them first gains their win back, Victor. We got three competitors in the ring and Alex Bryant. He's a competitor, he's listed as a wrestler.
4: We got three competitors in the ring and Alex Bryant. And there goes Mickey Fault, back on the outside again.
1: Yeah, the winner of the candy bowl is in unfortunately a disadvantageous position here. And what, Caden, D'Lo Jordan, they're, oh, come on, no!
4: There is no yes. reason to, no! It is about time, yes. You want to be a wrestler, you want to be in that ring, show him how it feels to really be in that ring. Show him how it feels to get double teamed? Come on, Victor. Hey, it's four people, Either you watch your back,
1: or you just get jumped, it's as simple as that. And now Caden Pierre... And D'Lo Jordan just having the fun out there. But, Victor, at the end of the day, somebody's got to get the victory. I mean, this is a fatal four-way match. Mm-hmm. Eventually, the alliance will have to break down, won't it?
4: Not if you step in the ring with me. I don't form alliances, first of all. Secondly, no one's dumb enough to ever turn on me. Except a dumb referee like Hunter Arena.
1: <sighs> and... Uh, and the assault continues on poor Alex Bryant now. And out goes Mickey Pope again. Mickey just cannot make it in the ring at all. No, he can't. Okay, so they're talking about the fact that they're a team, but eventually they got it's gotta break down. Yes,
4: what has to break down? Alex Bryant's confidence in becoming a competitor. He needs to go back to the side of the ring and be around. Double suplex though. Well done. And here goes the nonsense.
1: Okay, so this is what this is where we're gonna see that disillusionment now. Because I mean only one man can get that number one contendership spot. And D'Lo Jordan, I think he wants it a little bit more. I think he's a little more hungry than Caden Pierre.
4: D'Lo Jordan is a lot hungrier than all the comp- competitors and Alex Bryant all together.
1: And Alex Bryant, I mean, I don't understand. What did Alex Bryant do to you that you have to single him out, Victor? It
4: isn't an a fact of him doing anything to me. The man is a ring announcer in a wrestling ring. He is not a competitor. He is someone who is dreaming a lonely dream. Hmm.
1: I'm sorry, did did I offend you with my comment? Well, it's the fact that, I mean, the man is just trying to better himself. And wait. If you want to
4: better himself, go get some voice acting lessons. So that way he can better announce the competitors to the ring.
3: All right.
1: Well, we got to get back to this action, Victor, here, because Mickey Fultz finally gets back in the ring. And now on the assault against the former junior heavyweight Champion, Caden Pierre, and Mickey Folk with a great monkey flip over. Can he get the pin here? I was more like a princess flip to Princess Caden Pierre to Oh okay. Yeah. Could be. And up and down, great spine buster by Mickey no,
4: Folk. No, no, it was not a great spine buster. It was a spine buster. I am the only one that can do great spine busters in remote Carolina because I am the only Superstar in Ring Wars, Carolina.
1: Okay, so if you're the only superstar, what is everybody else then? Competitors. Well, Mickey Pope showing why he is a great competitor, and possibly going to become the number one contender here. Wait a minute, Kane Pierre? Can he get Mickey Pope over?
4: Is this a widow's peak? Yes. Yes, it is.
1: Wait, Alex Bryant measuring Caden-Pierre. Caden-Pierre just being too cocky. And let's seal the deal as we get that pin. No, what? Thank you, d What, no! Not like him. this.
4: Just like this, thank you. Thank you, D-Lo Jordan.
1: Well, D'Lo Jordan back in that championship hunt as the new number one contender, Victor Andrews. As he should be. He what? should be
4: in the hunt for the number one contendership for the title. So when he wins it, I can take it from him. Thank you, Jonathan. Wow. I'm the only superstar in Ring Wars, Carolina.
1: That was Victor Andrews, ladies and gentlemen. We got more action for you. You're gonna wanna stay tuned. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back with more RWC Battlegrounds. And we are back in the Priscilla King Arena in Lumberton, North Carolina, joined by AIWF Lank TV Champion, sort of, James Anthony. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, I don't know, what what, what is she doing? This It looks like she's disinfecting the ropes. Hey, we are in a pandemic still, ladies and gentlemen. Right, I mean, and, we, and sadly, I. This might be personal bias change but I don't think it's going away anytime in the near future. No, you know, the pandemic
3: it, it really changed it really changed the way we live. It's uh, really changed the way that we associate and communicate and socialize with one another. But um, you know, I'm still glad that we still got pro wrestling. I'm still glad that we're all able to get together. Absolutely. This is going to be a good match.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Caitlin Marie, a last minute replacement by an injured Lola Bay, unfortunately.
3: And I tell you what, I had talked to Lola Bay not that long ago, and she was very excited to be having her second match, but, you know. Uh,
1: this isn't ballet, as they exactly, say. Exactly,
3: it's not ballet. And we just wish uh, Lola a speedy recovery. I-, I think she should be back. Before our next event, but uh, Caitlin Marie's no stranger to RWC. She was out here last year. She wrestled uh, the Ringmaster,
1: and I uh, very well received. Obviously, the fans remember her. I tell you what, ACR, she has given up a good. Well, you know what? Well, uh, that's not
3: nice. No, it's not nice. Here's the
1: thing, though. But she's given For up a
3: lot of a lot of a lot of weight here to yeah. wrestle Caitlin. But
1: and, and, and here's the thing that Caitlin's given up is experience. I mean, ACR has well traveled up and down that East Coast. Caitlin's still a little newer to the game; she's got about a year's worth of experience. Yeah, but not as much as ACR.
3: No, but I've seen Caitlin around. She travels a little bit around the North Carolina independents. Yeah, and I tell you what, this is going to be a good match.
1: Oh yeah, this is. And this is why you want to continue to tune in to RWC, whether it's on Roku, whether it's now on Amazon, Fire Stick, Fire Cube, however you're catching it, KingNetworkTV.com, or if you're just listening to us on the podcast. By the way, you may notice that it is just myself and James Anthony out here, Gene Money, unfortunately injured earlier today by the Rustlers and Mr. Magnificent, somewhere on vacation Claiming that he got one of those great vacations from Nightstick Eddie Brown, but I don't hold much stock in that statement.
3: You know, I, when we saw that video earlier of uh, G Money getting attacked, yes. I, uh, th- that must have happened, I think. And here we go, here. I think that must have happened a couple of hours before the show because I did not know G Money was here. I heard that there was an attack that happened here. I had no idea it was G Money, but we'll keep you all posted and we'll try to get an update on G Money before the show's over. Yeah. Big lockup here by Caitlin and ACR. See, yeah. Well, well oh, oh, wow. Oh, okay. ACR.
1: ACR really showing something out there. Just Ooh,
3: twisting but, and turning. And Caitlin Marie, the stronger of the two, the bigger of the two. So, this is like I said, this is going to be a tough match for ACR here.
1: Yeah. And Slim Cannon trying to get the ladies to break oh. clean. And great upper body strength by Caitlin Marie. And, but they're right back locking horns again. Straight into the corner now. And when we see a clean break from Caitlin Marie. And we, will. And we Yeah. And great arm drag takedown to ACR. Two of them. And, and th- third one take, keeps her down on the mat now. Going to that arm bar and submission maneuver applied. Now, Jonathan, I saw you earlier talking
3: to ACR. I'm not going yeah. to tell, you, tell your wife. But I, I well, saw you earlier talking I, I'm, to I'm ACR. I'm it for my job. I'm doing it for my job. Oh, that's what you call it. I the saw job. some. I saw you doing a lot of writing over there with some numbers. But again,
1: well, they weren't her number. No, I'm
3: sure they. Anyway, yes. I saw you over there talking to ACL. What What is this, uh, What was she talking about? What do you um? What do you know about? Well, she
1: her? well, she talked about a lot about herself. I mean, she's kind of a pretentious individual, to be quite candid here. But I mean, she's like she said earlier, she's from Charlotte, North Carolina. She's really well traveled. She's all over Instagram. She's followed by a lot of famous individuals. that are big in the game. I'm talking about Danny Jordan. I'm talking about Zicky Dice. I'm talking about MVP, the leader of the Hurt Business. I mean, she's on the radar of many people. In fact, she also said to me that of all of her friends, she's the only one not on television right now. And, I mean, she seemed kind of stuck up about it, but, I mean, there may be some truth to that.
3: Well, I mean, the way she keeps ta- getting taken down by Kaitlyn Marie, I can see why she's not on TV. She's got to get her head in the game here. I hope right. she did not underestimate Caitlyn Marie a little bit too much because, you know, like well, I said, just because Caitlin only got a year's worth of experience, that does not mean she doesn't know her way around that ring. Like I said, I've seen her here before in RWC. I've seen her at other shows. She knows what she's doing. She's getting better. She's working some really great, great opponents. You know, I've also heard that uh, ACR has not been in the ring at least over a year.
1: Okay, but here's the other thing I think about too, James, is ACR – Big was pla- blocked
3: by Caitlin. She's going
1: for a cover there. Two count only, though. But she was planning for Lola Bay. I mean, how difficult is it for you when you're si- when you know, hey, this is the person I'm going to be on the card with, and it ends up getting scratched days before, and you've studied all this film and you've planned all this, all these tactics out, and now you're oh! have to switch it around.
3: Side rushing leg sweep by ACR. they going for the cover what? one. Oh, only one count. But you know something, Jonathan, You're right. I have been. I, I have shown to a show and my opponent has changed. I have prepared for somebody for months and months at a time and Whoa!
1: She got her up here. Oh. Airplane spin? No. no. I, breaks free with the elbow though. ACR gonna can she whip?
3: She's gonna try. She's gonna she, Oh, big trip. But like you said, yes, you know, she you know, she did prepare for Lola Bay. You know, but you know, my thing is, she what I, I want to say, what maybe what, what, what Thursday ish, we got the news that Lola Bay was not going to be here, that the, the the match was being changed. So yes, a- ACR is pretty much, off, pretty much thrown off her game. And think about it, she got a much larger opponent in Caitlyn Marie. You know, Lola yeah. Bay. You know, Lola Bay uh, probably around the same size as ACR. So you know, like you say, you know, she has been thrown off her game, but you could tell that.
1: Yeah, and a little bit frustrated now. I just, Getting back to what I was talking about with her earlier, she claims that she's one of the hottest on the East Coast today. And now being in control of the match, oh. I guess she is showing it now as she makes Caitlin Moore eat the canvas. Well, you know, she has really taken control of this match. She found a way
3: to get in control of this match. There's nothing wrong with that.
1: No. And wait a minute. But great Slingo leg takedown by Caitlin Moore going for that oh, pin again, it. though. Well, like I said earlier, you know, Kaitlyn Marie, she's more powerful of the two, probably a little more stronger of the two. Right. But look at the, this is where the experience factor comes into play. I mean, as soon as they get up, what's ACR doing? She's replying that reverse chin lock, and she's trying to slow the pace of the match down, and she's trying to keep Caitlyn Moore off of that vertical base, which is a great, great tactic to do.
3: I'll tell you what, ACR, she's wearing down, Caitlyn Marie, but now Kaitlin Marie's starting to fire back up here.
1: Yeah, but she still looks a little tired. I don't know if she's getting. Well, John, let me,
3: let me put you in a chokehold
1: like that and see what you do. Well, no, thank you. I pass. K- ACR Hard pass. Here. ACR, wait a sleeper. sleeper? Oh, yeah. Oh. Could Caitlin? Could Caitlin Marie be seeing the Sandman here?
3: looks a- like ACR is trying to put her to sleep, and it looks th- like it's working. She is fading.
1: Yeah. I, I thought she didn't she have a. Oh, she's in, fading.
3: She, she's fading, John. If you look at her, oh, I don't know if you yeah. can see it on your monitor there, but her eyes, she—they're—they're closing.
1: Yeah, her arms are dropping. I, Slim Cannon, I'm, has he started? I can't tell from my vantage point. Has he started checking so yet? He, he's checking,
3: but Caitlin is fading. She is fading out. ACR has it. She has that locked in pretty good.
1: Yeah, she. Yeah, this is where that veteran experience comes into play. And can she get? Wait a minute here, Caitlyn Marie. Oh! No!
3: That's a lot of weight right there. Yeah, but Caitlin Marie's she got to try the to break it. And
1: wait a minute. Oh, God. Oh! stuff By Caitlin Marie. What is on your mind? That is what she calls it, not me. And wait, go, going again. And Bulldog oh! takes down Caitlin Marie. That could be it. Two count only, uh, though.
3: Oh, I think Slim Cannon was a little slow on that three count.
1: Well, he might have been. I mean... I, I can't say it because uh, I've never reffed a match. And a great rear chin lock applied. And this is what ACR has to do. She's got to keep, the, keep the, her opponent down. She's got to keep the biggest, baddest chick in the game off her game. And you do that by choking, or not choking her out, but cutting off that oxygen through the carotid artery.
3: And once again, she's got a, ACR has got that sleeper hold applied in. Kaitlyn Marie is fading away here.
1: And here's the thing, even though Caitlyn Marie got that signature butt stuff in, I don't know if she was fully recovered at that point, so it might be a little easier for ACR to put Caitlyn Marie right back to sleep. You know, Jonathan, I don't think you should keep calling it that. I mean, you have a young son that's going to watch this show. Well, I didn't. This was the notes I was given by the young lady. I didn't pick it. I mean, her finisher is the photobomb, which we may see executed here at some point.
3: ACR, she is really just she she's really working that sleeper hole, but Caitlin Marie is starting to get back up. She's starting to get back up here.
1: Can she get can she wiggle wiggle free? She's trying to.
3: Well ACR is trying to get back behind her to apply that sleeper. No, Caitlin Marie. Kaitlyn Marie. She's trying to figure out if she's trying to figure something out here. She's trying to figure out uh, she's up. Uh oh. There we go. Uh-oh. Kaitlyn Marie's up. And this is not looking good here
1: for ACR. No, but but if you notice Caitlin Marie still that Look right of hers is oh. draping. She somehow breaks loose.
3: Nightmare takedown. Went for the shit kick. Wait, Caitlin Marie. Oh wow! To wow!
1: She faked her out. That was nice. Desperation move by Caitlin Marie, and it paid off in spades.
3: I tell you what, Jake the Snake would have been proud of that DDT right there.
1: Absolutely. But here's the thing, Caitlyn t- Marie. But you can tell that sleeper hole took a lot out of Caitlyn Marie, though. That's exactly what I was going to say, James. She has not recovered yet. She might still be gasping for oxygen, which is why she hasn't been able to inch over even to attempt to go for a pen. Well, ACR
3: getting back to her feet, but how is she going to recover after taking that? I mean, that was a beautiful, beautiful DDT by Caitlyn Marie.
1: And now both women trying to fight their way back up. ACR up to the vertical base, but so is Caitlin Marie now as Caitlin Marie... Measuring, coming out, and a house of fire, great clothesline. Caitlin Marie getting a second win here. Getting that big elbow. Right in the face. And ACR ducks and misses, but Irish whip now, wait a minute, ACR coming off the ropes, and huge splash by Caitlin Marie, and
3: hitting her again in the court. Using her weight to her advantage, nothing wrong with that. Oh gosh, off the ropes here oh no oh, oh. my gosh full is... force by caitlin marie how is acr even moving after that senton splash and oh no oh my god oh no can caitlin marie no, get her no in no, the... no 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 oh. there it is again
1: no way another oh it. excuse me but but stuff
3: and, and can she... she no oh, she got that boot up at the last second
1: or did she? I've, I've, she may have got partial, partial, no, but it she was didn't enough get ACR, to it I didn't was, get all of it. No, but it was enough to stop Caitlin Marie there. And Kaitlyn Marie. No, oh, ACR. Great, great right hand by ACR now. And ACR just looking like she's ready to measure Caitlyn Marie, but I got to wonder why. Why not capitalize James Anthony? Oh, kick to the face. Oh no. Oh. Oh, Kaitlin Marie inadvertently punched or, excuse me, pushed into slim cannon and what is, oh no, not like that. No, come on. No way. He's not really going to fall. Are you kidding me? Is he really going to fall for that? I've seen stranger things happen, James Anthony, but ACR, you got to wonder in her mind if she was going, hey, I may not walk away with the victory here. Throwing the Lysol can to that poor young lady. A C R You gotta be
3: kidding me. Rip Cannon really fell for that.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm surprised as much as you are, James. But as far as it goes, yeah, this one's gonna go down as a W for ACR. Well, I tell you what. I can
3: guarantee you somehow, some way, Lola Bay was watching this match. Lola Bay is probably not gonna like the way that ACR just treated her friend,
1: Caitlyn Marie. No, absolutely not. I'd love to see Caitlyn Marie back here in Ring Wars Carolina, if nothing, to get another match against ACR. We'll be right back with more RWC Battlegrounds. And we are back here at Ring Wars Carolina, the voice of tradition, Jonathan Darwin, calling the action with RWC wrestler extraordinaire, James Anthony. And here comes the man, here comes the guy, the
3: face who runs the place, Chance LeBeau, your RWC heavyweight champion, and coming to the ring with his insurance policy, none other than Bato.
1: Yeah, and and Chance LeBeau, I mean, let's think about it. When's the gauntlet match? cashes in his championship opportunity that night against an injured Gemstone and has been on a tear ever since as the RWC Heavyweight Champion. Well, like you said, he won that big 10-man gauntlet back in, at the August show and at the
3: anniversary show. He went on to defeat Gemstone, not once, but twice. He went on to defeat Tiger. He defeated Mickey Folk in a three-month span. He defeated some of the top guys here in RWC. I mean, let's be honest. The 2020 pandemic did not stop Chancellor Bo's success.
1: No, it did not.
3: And he just kicked Lola, Alora out of the ring.
0: The very best just got in the ring.
3: Little full of himself there, huh? Oh, absolutely. What a better way to start 2021, right? Let's back it up. Let's talk about 2020 just for a minute. Oh, gosh.
0: Chance. I was on fire. I couldn't be stopped. I wasn't stopped. And what did I do? What I tell you people I was going to do? I was going to be a chance. And what happened? I beat everyone. Everyone
3: I beat. They couldn't stop me. So what now? What do
0: I do now? Who is left for me to be? He's got a point. Yeah. I'm
1: on Wait a minute. Wait, who is this? Wait a minute, no, wait a minute, wait, no. a, minute, wait yeah. a minute. Whoa! What? Jonathan Darwin, you know who that is? Snooty Fox is new! Back Fox!
3: The last time we saw Snooty was that Golden Opportunity, and he was very impressive.
0: Okay.
4: So, Chance. Allow me to
3: Oh boy. The other show. RWC Gold. So I want to challenge
0: you to a match. Anytime, anywhere. Whoa.
3: Is Chancellor Beau going to accept the challenge? I mean, that's a big challenge.
1: Uh, I'm hoping he's a fighting champion. But somebody's self-adjudged Chancellor Beau. Hold up, we'll see.
0: decided, let me go ruin these miserable people's lives in Lumberton by messing up their whole night by interrupting Chance. That's what you woke up inside of me. And then on top of that, you're just going to walk to the front of the line and challenge Chance for a shot at the goal. Just like that. But what I tell you people back in 2020, I tell y'all to be the most flackish champion there is. What do y'all think? Chance versus City? I
3: think you got a couple of yeses out there, I don't know,
0: I don't know. I'll tell you what, if I'm nothing,
3: Chance might really want to think about you know. this one.
0: February 6th, in North Carolina, Snooty Fox, Chance LeBeau, you want that match? I'll give you that match. I'll give it to you <laughs> right after you get through my insurance policy. Oh, wow.
3: no. Oh, boy. Oh my.
0: See, now's that time where you might want to rethink that decision. That little feeling inside your stomach? Yeah, that's doubt.
3: You know, we haven't seen Bato in a RWC ring yet. No.
0: February 6th, Lomond and North Carolina. We'll be here. We'll see if you even show up.
3: So there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Snooty Fox issued the challenge to the RWC heavyweight champion Chancellor Beau. But Chancellor Beau reverses the table and said, If you can beat my insurance policy on February 6th, I'll give you that shot. You might not like the man, but hey, he's the champion. He called the shots.
1: Yeah, but it makes me wonder in the recesses of Chancellor Beau's mind, was he a little scared and has thrown his insurance policy on the under the bus in an attempt to stop? Snooty Fox. Well, let's be honest. Chancellor
3: Bo really hasn't had much competition since becoming the RwC Heavyweight Champion. No disrespect to anybody that he's been in the ring with. No disrespect to Jim Stone, but let's be for real. There hasn't really been a lot of competition for this man since becoming the champion.
1: And we'll have to see what happens February 6th. We'll be back with more RwC Battlegrounds. And we're back. At RWC, the new style, Lumberton, North Carolina, the voice of tradition, Jonathan Darwin here with James Anthony. James, this has got all the makings of a 2021 match of the year, even though it is only January. Jonathan, I have been waiting all week long when
3: this match first got announced. Kobe Carino, Cool J, I'm telling you, this could already be a match of the year candidate. Yeah.
1: And here's the thing, Cool J barely made it out by the skin of his teeth in his last title defense, going to a time limit draw with the new number one contender, D'Lo Jordan. I mean, let's just, uh, let's cut to the chase. This is Kobe Carino, the son of
3: former ACW and NWA heavyweight champion, Steve Carino. The man who has helped breathe the new generation of stars at nxt in orlando florida
1: yeah i mean second generation great knowledge to the cylinder you talked about the prodigy of of his father
3: You know something? Yeah. Cool J has been the champion since August. He's faced a lot of tough challengers. Earlier tonight, we had a fatal four way to determine a new number one contender. That man is D.Lo Jordan. He will be facing the winner of this match February 20th.
1: I mean, I'm telling you, whoever D.Lo faces is going to be another great match. Oh, yeah. I mean, this. This is why the junior heavyweight division in Ring Wars, Carolina, is on fire. And look at the fans joining in the dance here as we return to the match. Wait, John, look, 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 look who's joining us. Whoa, wait a minute, D'Lo. Well, thank you, for, thank you for sending in, D'Lo Jordan.
5: Well, it's no secret I got a vested interest in the winner of this match. So I'm interested to see what happens here.
1: Well, I'll tell you
3: what, D'Lo... Oh, wow. Kobe disrespecting Cool J here. Did you – wow.
5: Oh, 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 oh. oh, oh it's it up. about to be on.
3: Well, like I was saying, dealer, earlier tonight, man, you been, You won a fatal forward against KD Pierre, Mickey Phobe, and uh, Alex Bryant. I guess, you know, I, I've known you for 10 years. I mean, the way you won, I wasn't surprised. But, hey, a win is a win. Oh, yeah. My question here is, bro, looking in this ring, who do you want to face the most, Cool J or Kobe
5: Carino? I, th- I think I got some unfinished business with Cool J, but well, I got to be honest here, this is, this is going to be a field day for me. I it doesn't matter who wins here, I'm getting an excellent opportunity to scout, and whoever comes up the winner, they're going to have their hands full with me in February. You know, I was
3: telling Jonathan Darwin earlier, man, me and you go back about 10 years, we've been multiple-time tag team champions. Uh, you at one time were a Florida Flash champion. Yes, you held multiple singles championships. You're doing your thing down in Orlando, Florida. You're doing your thing down in Florida, just period. You've been coming up here for about a year now, man. You've seen a lot of the talent out here in the junior, di- the junior division. What do you think about Cool J since becoming the champion?
5: You know, like you said, it's a stacked division. Um, and, and, and Cool J, he's been holding it down. Our last match went to a time limit, and I don't know, if we had another minute, if we had five more minutes, I, I gotta admit this, I think he would've won. Really? Yeah.
1: Because I thought that could've went the other way in your favor.
5: Yeah, I, I don't know, he's a hell of a fighter, and um, at, at the time limit, I, I gotta be honest, he was up, and I think, um, I think if we had a little bit more time, that, that would've went his way, but now I'm getting an excellent opportunity, like I said, to do a little bit of homework here and figure out exactly who I'm facing. Wow. Wow. I'm sorry to cut you off there, dealer. I, no, I, no, this is on. This is what I'm talking about. I mean, I love, look at, at it. this. Look at this.
1: Great race like applied this. by Colby Carino.
5: Oh, this is going to be a fight, gentlemen.
1: And takes him, just tosses him like a rag, champion down like a rag doll. And Cool J's oh. having none of it. But well, Cool J's a fighting champion, man.
5: Oh, yeah. yeah. He's not going to settle for any of that. No. Damn. Oh, man. Check re- that out.
1: Returning the favor to the challenger, Kobe Carino. And when I think about Kobe Carino, I think about Ring of Honor. I think about 205 Live. I think about when he faced George South on NWA Power. This is a man who has been places.
2: Yeah,
5: he has, but he's been away from RwC for a while. The, the field might have changed, and uh, he, he might be under, underestimating Cool J here. We'll see.
3: Now, deal let me ask you a question here, man. Let's just say that um, you, I mean, you're going to face the winner of this match regardless, February 20th. Right. If you fail on February 20th, where do you go from there? Because, like I said, bro, there's a lot of competition in the junior division. If you fail on February 20th, you go back down to the bottom of the ladder. Where would you go from there if, if that were to happen?
5: Here's the thing, James. I'm, I'm a hybrid. If, if I fail at this, I'm going to come back stronger. And You never know. I might bump up the heavyweight, put on about 30 pounds, and reevaluate my goals. I'm not looking to fail February, but we'll see what happens. i tell you what, Kobe Carino here, he's slowing the pace down a little bit. He's got to
3: slow Cool J down. You know, you know Cool J is – Is he biting him?
1: Yeah, I think Kobe Carino's taking a little bit of a shortcut. Shortcut there.
5: Ah, there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, oh, that shoulder's taped. Dear, let me ask you a
3: question here. Do you really think that if Cool J walks out of here, the champion, you think you got the op? Do you, do you think you got what it takes now to defeat him and can get the championship?
5: Well, right now I'm noticing a nice bullseye on that left shoulder. So that could be something to pick at.
1: Yeah, that kinesthetic tape—it pretty much gives it away for where you need to target
5: in that match. Oh yeah, that's the bullseye, and that's—that's if—that's if he makes it out of this match the winner. He might not do that tonight. Oh wow, it's great Coo- stick J- Wow, too. nice, beautiful. And crazy! Oh, Coo- J with nice an arm drag right takedown.
3: Take Coo- J here—you know he's quicker than a hiccup, guys. Look at uh, this! Look a, at this! Wow! Look
1: at this! Just look at—oh man! Nice. Oh, nice cross body there. Go for the cover. Great right finds that leg. No. One, two, no. Now, Dilo, let me
3: ask you a question. Do you know anything about Colbert Karina if you have to face him?
5: I have very limited knowledge. That's why I'm, I'm really trying to pay attention to this match, see how this guy moves, see if I can pick oh, up on any. Oh, wow. Oh, my wow. God. Wow. Whoa. Can we get a – my God. That That, that – Is he still conscious? I, I don't know. Uh, he hit hard. Yeah, Cool J
1: flipped – Almost three feet in the air up above when he bounced off of that he top won. rope.
5: Heck of a fall. My God. He's not moving, guys. I mean, he has not moved. We might want to get some help out here. I don't, I don't think he's conscious. Wait, no, he's, wait, he's moving now. He's moving a little bit. We got some movement.
1: I mean, Hunter Raider's checking on him. But here's the thing that I think about, guys. Why would Colby want to win by countout? You don't win the championship.
5: He's got to get on the floor and, 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 and get... Cool J back in here. This isn't a good strategy. Well, let
1: me tell you something. We all know
3: Cool J's a fighter. This guy is not only the Ring Wars Carolina Junior Heavyweight Champion, he's the
5: Gals Junior Heavyweight Champion. He's the current CWF TV Champion. He's making a mistake. He should have stayed on him. He let him get back to his feet. A countout does nothing for him here.
1: Oh! Baseball slide!
5: There you go. He needs to get back on Cool J.
1: Well, I tell you what, Kobe Carino took a big risk there measuring Cool J, but it did pay off. And up and suplex, oh. oh, right on that ring skirt.
5: Oh, that looked nasty.
1: I mean, that steel straight down on the spine there.
3: You know, no disrespect to you, d but I got to admit, this is probably the toughest challenge Cool J's had since becoming junior heavyweight champion.
5: I, it, it looks like it.
1: And now, and now Kobe Carino back in control as he picks up Cool J into, wow, modified, Going to submission, I couldn't even tell you what that was to me. It looked wow. like looked like he was going for some sort of sidewalk slam, but. Let's also remember one thing Kobe Carino,
3: he's also one third of those Ugly Ducklings with Rob Killjoy. And uh,
5: that's a mistake to me. He let go of that arm bar.
1: Yeah. I mean, Kobe Carino, and correct me if I'm wrong, gentlemen, has the year's experience on Cool J, but. I'm seeing things that it's like, okay, why are you not capitalizing on this moment or that moment?
5: Excuse he's guy, he's got my, an ego problem, and I, if, if he's the, the guy I'm facing, I'm going to pick pick him apart. He's, I'm sorry, he's I, giving Cool J way too much space here. i had been on top of him.
3: I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. That I was going to say Kobe Carino, you know, one-third of the Ugly Ducks with uh, Rob Kiljoy and Lance. You know, they've been traveling up and down the roads here in the Carolinas. You know, um... Like I said, you know, Kobe Carino, is, he, he's very well-known in these Carolinas. Like I said, his father is Steve Carino. We can't, we can't look past that. I mean, Kobe Carino, he, he's done a lot over these past couple of years. He's had a couple of hiccups in the road, but he's come back stronger and better than ever. I mean, the kid's put on a tremendous amount of weight. He's a father now. He's doing the family thing, and he's not slowing down. He's trying to make it in this professional wrestling business, and he's trying to live up to the name of his father here. And, oh, Oh, man. my
5: God. Oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. That is it. No. What? See, that? That's, that's where Cool J is a fighter. Man, that looked nasty.
1: And, and James, you were talking about how Kobe Carino's really stepped up his game. I think it, it shows just in PWI. I mean, he went from being 453 to 311 last year. Jumping 142 places. And it, it's showing off. Here. I mean, I could easily see this man just from this match Co- alone. Co- we're the, cover there now.
3: Kick up by Colby. Oh, Cool J. Cool J coming back stronger. He's fighting back.
5: I think he's upset.
1: Yeah. Well, Cool J has been embarrassed out there, and I don't think he wants any more of it. Going to oh apply that right hand God. now. And Cool J coming off the ropes, and oh, oh no! he has got him up there. Samoa dropped oh by Colby Carino. Kip up.
5: Got all of it. And oh my
1: goodness! And straight on over, one, two, no! Oh! Two and a half, oh, maybe.
3: But, you know, D'Lo, if Cool J wins this match, there might not be nothing left of him come February 20th. Yeah,
5: I'm, I'm, I'm really pulling for him now. He <laughs> he's, getting, boy, he's getting a clinic put on him. You know, D-
3: D'Lo, let me ask you a question. Where do you think you went wrong in
5: your match with Cool J back at homecoming? I'll, I'll be honest, that was back in November, and... As much as I try to put it out of my mind, I, I think it was just a fluke. I, I think in another encounter, it'll be different. Oh, a jawbreaker. Big elbow
3: to the face there. and Big break, drop oh. kick. That got him. Cool though he's coming back. He's firing up. He's realizing he's got to step it up.
1: And a, and another one. Oh! oh, my God. Wow. He
3: just that's gotta
1: be it. Teeth.
5: That's it. It's over. Yeah, I Go think that, that
1: one, broke his face. two, no! Two count only though.
5: You're kidding me. Well what I've learned are both these competitors seem to be very resilient. I'm, I'm gonna have to bring some big moves.
1: Yeah I think you're gonna have to step it up to that next level D'Lo no matter who it is that you face in February. Going to that high risk area. Cool J doesn't pay off. No. no water in the pool, wait a minute. And it, oh, it goes super,
5: the super kick. Kick, but
3: blocked.
1: No. And Kobe Carino
3: swinging oh, up and around oh, my and going for a power bomb. Yeah! Big sit out powerbomb. One, it. Two.
1: two, no! my goodness. I he, thought we were going to have a new champion.
3: Deal, I think you're right. I think we might be looking at a new Cool J. He has really stepped his game up here. I think he was prepared for this match. I think whoever wins this, I'm going to have to bring a chainsaw February 20th. Uh oh. Kobe Carino going for what? a choke slam. He picks and him up and yes! down choke slam. Big choke slam by Kobe. Goes for the cover. One, two. Oh, another kick out by
1: Cool J. And Kobe Carino now trying to get momentum fully in his favor, oh, no. picking oh, him up. Is he going and for a tombstone?
5: Cool J could be out of it. It looks like he if might he be out of this, it. If he hits this, it could be over. Yeah, oh. Oh, Whoa. it's over. Oh, it's
3: over. Shades of the Undertaker. Oh, Kobe, look at this. It's over. One,
1: two, no! What? Well, come on. a little. Come on, gentlemen. That was kind of a lackadaisical cover by Colby Carino. You know what? I'm not even going to lie to you guys. I'm glad he kicked out. I don't want this match to end.
5: Well, He just dropped the man on his head. I thought that was it. Listen
3: to the, listen to the audience. Listen to the
1: fans. They want to see Cool J victorious here. And Colby Carino has to pick up. A, is he going to go for a pile driver?
3: Uh.
1: Can he pick him up? No. Oh, kick to the gut. Oh, Cool J. Cool J going for
3: the uh, pod. Oh! Canadian Royer. No, his shoulders weren't down. Referee Hunter saying he couldn't, call, he couldn't count. The shoulders were not down. But Kobe's still up. And Cool kicked. Oh! Caught. He broke his neck. He, he broke his neck. But Kobe's still
5: moving. There's got to be an injury somewhere here. He's going for that cover there. Oh, that's, no, a, that's got bad Kobe. positioning.
1: See, see that, that's great. That's great Ring
3: awareness but by the challenger. But who do you think taught Kobe that ring awareness? Oh, yeah. Who do you think taught him that?
5: Well, that's a lack of experience on Cool J's part there. You never pin a guy that close to the ropes.
3: Wait, no, do you think, D-Lo, do you, do you well, not just D-Lo, do you guys make, think maybe Cool J is getting frustrated? Maybe he's losing his, losing his train of thought? I,
5: well, he's got to be. I mean, he's still coming back together. He, he was just dropped on his head moments ago, so he's, he, just, he probably doesn't even know where he's at right now, to be honest. Oh! A great kick,
1: and he might. And you're right, D'Lo. He might be fighting on instinct here.
5: He's definitely fighting on instincts alone.
3: Cool, Jay, with those big, big kicks to the chest. And let me tell you something. Just because you got on kick pad doesn't mean that hurts. They're called kick pads for a reason.
5: Oh no, no. uh, Yeah. I I wear kick pads to protect me, James.
1: Oh.
5: Trust me, I've been kicked by you before. It hurts.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute, Kobe Carino, picking him up. Can we see a suplex off?
3: Kobe Carino now.
1: Big clubbing forearms now as Kobe that's Carino tries to get it in his precarious. favor. Oh, he's got, wait, he's, got his, he's got his arm. Is that a,
5: is that a got, arm, got, is him, got him in some modified Kimura. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. But this is a very precarious, to get him up there. very precarious position.
1: And Kobe Carino oh. measuring them.
0: No, 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 Yes, oh. no, 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 Yeah, oh.
5: Oh. oh! That could do it right there, ladies that and gentlemen.
3: That might be all. No. no, Kobe's picking him up. Oh. Unwise move by Kobe
1: he Carino. He wants to
3: make him tap out, I think. I think he wants to get the tap out. Abdominal stretch and wow! Oh my god! That what was that? What was that? I don't know. We got a new oh. champion. We have a new champion.
0: Wow. And your winner and new RWC junior weight champion, Kobe Carino. So February twentieth, wow. Kobe Carino will defend against D-Lo
1: oh. Jordan. Can it be February 20th tomorrow? I I don't know if D'Lo wants it to be February 20th tomorrow. Sir, I think you got a lot of work ahead of you.
5: Well, there you have it, gentlemen. The match for February 20th is made. I know who I know what I got to do.
3: Well, I'm yep. saying right now, D'Lo Jonah, thank you for joining us. Good luck against Kobe
5: Carino, man. Oh, yeah, for yep. sure.
1: I will be back with more RWC Battlegrounds. And it is main event time here at Ring Wars Carolina, the new style, as we'll see Jamal the Titan take on AIWF World Television Champion Gemstone. This is one that we've been waiting to see for a while now, especially with Jamal the Titan making the challenge to Gemstone at Fan Appreciation Night. And his opponent,
3: weighing in at
0: 230 pounds, the AIWF Television Champion, the Diamond in the Rough, Gemstone!
3: And
1: here he comes the AIWF World Television Champion, Jim Stone. With his own personal live entrance music. Gemstone looking very well in shape and focused for this championship match.
0: Little
1: dancing by Slim Cannon. Jamal the Titan claiming bias already, but there's nothing wrong with getting down to a little bit of a groove every now and again. Both met competitors to be checked out by the referee. Gemstone in the clear. Jamal the Titan showing a little bit of attitude towards the referee. Probably not gonna win him any points here. Now, Slim Cannon collecting that championship to show it to all. Here we got what's on the line the AIWF World Television Championship. And here we go. Both men hyper focused for this match. Jamal the Titan, laying, like I said earlier, laying claim for this match at Fan Appreciation Night. Gemstone able to get the TV, World Television Championship against Onyx, excuse me, the Superman Onyx and ending that 413-day reign to become the new world television champion now. And Gemstone whipping Jamala off the ropes and a big shoulder tackle takes down the champion. I tell you, Gemstone feeling that one now and he'll probably feel it tomorrow morning as well. I mean, Gemstone getting up some serious weight here as he fights his way up, shaking it off, which is what he's what, you, what a good champion has to do and saying, go for it again. And Jamal getting schooled by Gemstone. Side headlock applied here by Gemstone to slow the pace of the match down. Gemstone with those big right hands to the ribcage trying to break free. Can he do so? Yes, he does off the ropes. And Gemstone with a shoulder tackle of his own and down goes the Titan. And a little bit of flossing to add insult to injury as we see Jamal the Titan try to fight back up. Jamal the Titan has to be a little bit angered by the display of Gemstone there, just dancing away after that shoulder tackle. And we want to thank you all for joining us, whether it's on kingnetworktv.com, through Roku, or through your Amazon streaming device, or if you're just listening. Through your podcast device down goes Jamal off the ropes and a great leapfrog by Jamal the Titan and up and over with Gemstone quicker than a hiccup and goes down Jamal the Titan now leapfrog by Gemstone and the champion gets him over and whirl through and Jamal thinks he's got the better of it and a drop kick straight to the puss of Jamal the Titan and I know this may sound a little different. For those of you at home, normally I'm joined by G-Money, but he was unfortunately taken out by the wrestlers earlier today, Mr. Magnificent on vacation. James Anthony taking care of a little business in the back, shows the voice of tradition flying solo in the early minutes of this contest. As Gemstone goes to the corner, no one there, and Gemstone sliding off and gets a great head scissors and takes down Jamal the Titan, showing why he's the champion, two pin count, but it's two count only as Jamal the Titan sneaks out to regroup and catch his breath. And may be thinking, did I underestimate this man? Did I maybe poke the bear a little too much? And Gemstone is stepping it up against me. As, as Jamal the Titan continues to stay on the outside, the referee continuing the count, but Gemstone, ah, little inexperience there by Gemstone. But Jamal the Titan, great, right into the ring post as he take the champion's knee.
3: Man, that, Jonathan Darwin, I just came from the back, it is. They are going crazy back there for Colby Carino becoming the junior heavyweight champion, man,
1: gosh. And think about it now, February 20th, Colby Carino, D'Lo Jordan, RWC Junior Heavyweight Championship.
3: I'd say what, man, we'll talk about that later, but look at this, Jamal the Titan, Jim Stone, AIWF World Television Championship, Gemstone in a lot of trouble here. Jamal the Titan has, to tar- has decided to target that knee.
1: Yeah, Jamal the Titan using the ring post to his advantage and taking out the wheel of Gemstone, which is what you got to do to a big man like Gemstone is to keep him down on that mat.
3: Well, you know, Gemstone's another guy. I mean, he his 2020 was amazing. He started off 2020 as your RWC Heavyweight champion. He went through everybody you could imagine. He wrestled uh, Billy Brash. He had he ended his feud with Tiger. He had a match with his best friend Flex Simmons, only to lose it to Chance LeBeau later that same night. He went on three months later to become the all uh, excuse me the AIWF World Television Champion. Ended your boys' four hundred thirteen day reign as champion.
1: Yeah, I was one of the few people that's ever seen Superman Onyx in action. And it was like, I remember that day. And all the gentlemen in the back seeing Onyx and going, man, that Gemstone, he's got zero Jamal chance. Small for the cover. Here got a new champion. No. And Gemstone proved many, many of the critics wrong by ending the reign of Superman Onyx.
3: Let me ask you a question. you think Gemstone's a little nervous? We just saw a new champion crowd. Can lightning strike, strike
1: twice? It could strike twice. I don't think that Gemstone may have underestimated Jamal the Titan. I mean, ever since... <clears throat> excuse me, Gemstone has won the championship, he's really been putting himself out there. I mean, he was just in AIWF Mid-Atlantic just a couple of months ago, defending the title against Jeff Paul.
3: No, that wasn't a couple months ago, that was just last weekend.
1: Oh, oh that's right. He
3: was out there making his Mount Airy debut and I'm telling tell you something, I heard that match was a very hard-hitting match. Gemstone was lucky to walk away with the championship from what I've been told.
1: Yeah, but Gemstone a fighting champion.
3: But look at this, he reverses the leg lock here, He's got Jamal down. Oh, but Jamal just
1: too big. Yeah, Jamal's got the reach advantage there and breaks and breaks free.
3: You know, Jamal the Titan, he's been having a lot of problems with referee Hunter here. And if you notice, he made sure from what I was told that referee Hunter Rainer did not get this matchup or he would not show up tonight. Really? That's what I was told. Chop block there. But you got to think, him and Hunter have been having issues. Yeah. Could Hunter... Be a fair referee, or will Hunter be a biased referee?
1: I, I give Hunter credit where credit's due. I think he would be the be the better man. And, whoa, that Finger is a four. huge figure four leg lock. You know what? I don't ever remember Gemstone tapping out to anybody, do you? No, not to my knowledge, not from my research. But I tell you what, after the assault that we have seen on the knee of Gemstone so far, this could be it. And see, that's the thing. Gem may not even... Submit. He might not even say those words, but the fact that he's in sheer pain and just from the exhaustion keeps his shoulders down for that three count or passes out, which is totally possible, James Anthony.
3: You know something? What would it do for a guy like Jamal the Titan here to capture the AIWF World Television Championship and defeat Gemstone on his home turf?
1: Yeah. Wait a minute. Gemstone able to reverse, but... There's that reach advantage I was talking about earlier with Jamal the Titan and able to break three of the figure four. And I i mean, what we've just seen, that figure four, exacerbated all the damage to Gemstone's knee we've seen throughout this contest.
3: Gemstone fighting back here. Jamal the Titan. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> big back body drop there. He didn't get all of it, I think.
1: No, he did not. And I think that's because he couldn't get his whole left leg down. And we start the count now.
3: Rip. Referee Slim Rip.
1: I he hate to see three. this one end in a double count out though, James.
3: Yeah, but you know, Jim Stone will keep the title.
1: That's true, championship advantage.
3: But he wouldn't want it that way, let's be honest.
1: No, absolutely. This man is a fighting champion, like we just said. I mean, oh. seven days removed from this, he puts the title He's on get, the line. Oh, big stinger, splash in the corner to Jamal the Titan by Jim Stone.
3: And, and a big back body oh drop. God. I tell you what, the diamond in the rough. Showing why he is. what. Oh my They pick God. him up with a slam. Oh my God, oh. up and over goes Jamal the Titan.
1: That's the first time I think Jamal's been off his feet in RWC. And J- Gemstone trying to shake out that injury in the knee. And can he pick him up for the rear, right second? Oh, no! German Pro- suplex there. No.
3: Jamal kicking out.
1: Two count only.
3: You know, Jamal the Titan, you know, he came out, and he attacked Gemstone at fan appreciation. He then went on to challenge Gemstone Jimstone accepted the challenge. Jimstone not only has been facing uh, people up in Mount Airy, but Jim Stone has been defending that championship, uh, You know, right before the pandemic hit Tennessee before the end of the, uh, December. He was in Tennessee defending that championship. He's been going to West Virginia defending that championship. And he's, oh my yeah.
1: gosh! The gem spike to the ref. Jamal the Titan pushed Rip Cannon in to Jim Stone. And the ref, oh, a, a, Unfortunately, he's out of it. We're going to have to get a second ref out there. Jamal the Titan measuring the champion. Oh, look at this. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, there, there, there.
3: But there's no referee. There's no referee to count the fall.
1: Jamal the Titan may have shot out oh, of Oh, his... wait a minute. No, Hunter and, Raider, and, and there's Hunter. 10, there's Hunter. One, two, no. And I can already hear Jamal the Titan crying foul that Hunter Rayner was too slow out here.
3: I got to agree with Jamal because think about it. Hunter, he took a little bit, a little too much time to come out. He could have been out here quickly. Oh, but you can't do that,
1: Jamal. You You can't put your hands on the
3: official, man. Yeah,
1: because he could end up getting disqualified. and This whole thing blow up in his face. But Hunter's not going to have anything of it. And wait a minute. Gemstone measuring it. Are we gonna he see a repeat? No, oh, Jim's spike no. oh. to the challenger!
3: And referee Hunter Rainer,
1: hey wait a minute!
3: That was a little bit of a fast count there, wouldn't you say, Jonathan?
1: I, it was a little quicker than usual, yeah.
3: Come on, Hunter, you're better than
2: that! Your winner, and still AIWF Television Champion, Jimmy Stone.
3: You know, Hunter's already got problems with guys like Victor Andrews. Does he still want to have problems with Jamal the Titan as well? You know, I I like Hunter. I go out to the academy to help him out. But he's not making a lot of friends
1: when it comes to being in this ring these past several months. Yeah, but is it about making friends, James? I mean, it's like Booker T says. It's all about championships and checks. Yes, but... When you wear those stripes, you're saying you're gonna be a
3: fair referee. We just saw him do a fast count. Is it because he trains
1: with Jim Stone? Come on, Jamal's got a big gripe here. Well, if anything, it gives Jamal cause to ask for a rematch against the world television champion. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, look at at Jamal. Uh-oh. oh. Jamal is... Well, can you blame him? No, he's livid. But can you blame him? Well, like you said earlier, James, he petitioned the championship committee to make sure Hunter Raider was not in this position. But they're pushing the shoving here. They're pushing, oh! And Hunter's not going to back down from Jamal the Titan. But he should. No. I mean, yeah, he's the ref, but he's a man too. Wait! whoa, 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 Wait a minute. No, 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 no. Now, Victor Andrews did save. he catches Hunter in another
3: ring, he was going to get on him.
1: This poor kid. This poor, poor kid.
3: Hunter Rainer, oh, he's in trouble now. He's in trouble now. I mean, I gotta agree, Hunter, Bo-
1: Wait a minute! Here it's comes Tiger, the distinguished it's- one. I thought he wasn't here. And- I, th- I thought he wasn't here. You know,
3: Tiger was you know diagnosed with COVID nineteen this was a couple of weeks ago. We didn't even think he was gonna be
1: here. Yeah, but Tiger, he he's not gonna let these two bullies. And let's call them what they are. Uh, bullies, take advantage of that young man. Now He's gonna minute, even
3: now, the odds. On. Jonathan Darwin, you sat right here with me just now. Hunter fast-counted Jamal the Titan. He fast counted him. Listen to these
1: people. I'm
3: sorry, I gotta agree with Hunter Raynham here, man. I mean, excuse me, Hunter, I gotta agree with Jamal. What? He was screwed tonight. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh-oh, wait a minute. You Re- think
0: this is a game?
3: Victor Andrew got the mic. You think I'm
0: him? I'll tell you what, I got
4: problems with you and I got problems with you. Since you want to be an in-ring competitor so bad, get back in the ring. Titan, if you don't mind, you and I get rid of these two. Uh-oh.
1: Oh. February 6th wow. tag wow. match.
3: But is Hunter Reiner ready for that?
1: I think he is, I think he is. No, I mean I... you've seen him at the academy, is he? I'm calling you out on Listen, this James. he's biting up more
3: than he can shoot. We're talking Victor Andrews, multiple time heavyweight champion, been on Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Ring of Honor, NWA tryouts. I don't know if Hunter is ready for that type of in-ring competition.
1: But look who his tag team partner is gonna be. And who could, who could he ask for but a better tag team partner in the Caribbean, Tiger. And Tiger, yeah but, but, but Tiger's been sick these past several weeks. Listen, we don't really know
3: much about this COVID-19 situation. Is Tiger gonna be 100% ready to go? February 6th, tag team match, teaming up with a young guy in Hunter Rainer who's been refereeing for the
1: past two and a half years? Well, I I hope so, I really do. And fans, you're gonna have to stay tuned to Ring Wars Carolina either through Facebook, Instagram, KingNetworkTV.com, Roku, your Amazon streaming device, don't forget, You can listen to Smash the Mat everywhere you get your podcast. whether that's Google Podcasts, whether that's Amazon, whether it's iTunes through Apple. For James Anthony, this is the voice of tradition, Jonathan Darwin saying we wanna thank you for being part of RWC The New Style. We will see you soon. February 6th, Blumberton, North Carolina.
0: This is nice to Eddie brown, the man, the myth, kind of the legend, but I'm getting to that point point. and you're listening to smash the mat.
4: What's up ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. Everything, Victor Andrews, and you are listening to smash the mat podcast.
0: Hey everybody, this is a Caribbean tiger, the man you love to hate. So please follow smash the mat podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Take care.